Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian with your Market View. Now, we are going to be talking all about beauty today and speaking about beauty and looking good. Have you ever gone out with a little or no makeup only to realize that you need to take a selfie or a photograph to put on your social media? Well, in these situations, beauty apps that provide virtual makeup in real time will prove to be extremely useful. Taiwan's virtual beauty brand Perfect Core uh, is one company behind such apps. But beyond the app, the company also empowers beauty brands with product try-on, facial diagnostics, and digital consultation solutions. Question is, what exactly are the opportunities in the beauty tech industry and what are some plans for Perfect Corp going forward? Well, let's find out more from Alice Chang, founder and CEO of Perfect Corp. Well, hi, Alice. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hi, Tintian. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, great to have you on as well. And um, Alice, I want to talk more about Perfect Corp's founding story, your business model and your market positioning strategy. We were funded in 2015 and it, it was a spin-off from a IPO company listed in Taiwan Stock Exchange, Cyberlink. At the time, uh, we had a vision to transform the world through digital technology innovations. And we believe search for beauty is an fundamental demand of every human being, especially for female. And we found the uh, technology augmented reality is can solve the pain point of every uh, girls, every uh, uh, beauty buyer, beauty lovers. Because uh, that was the first time uh, we can leverage uh, augmented reality technology on makeup. So every beauty lovers, uh, you can try all the colors on your face accurately, as many as you like. That is how we started our app. And we are the first one make the live makeup on user's face instantly. And I'm thinking, how can I connect those virtual beauty for the users in our app where you can make up, connect with the reality in the real world. So you can try as many colors as you like on your mm -hmm. face. But if you like some of the colors, how can we link the colors to the mm -hmm. real world so you know oh i like this color and this mm -hmm. is provided by which brand and where i can buy it and that's how we uh you know turn b2c along to b2b with the connection i believe for 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 beauty lovers if you can let us try more and we will buy more if mm -hmm. we solve the end user beauty lovers of pinpoint those users, at the same time, are the brand's users, brand's potential customers. Mm. Because, you know, before Perfect 2018, right. if you want to buy a lipstick, you, you, you go to the store, you need to, uh, you know, try the color, mm. wipe out with all the testers, and, you know, it's, it's yes. not convenient. Not to mm. mention, if you want to try eyeshadows, uh, oh, yeah. all the colors, it's almost impossible. Really excited to find out more, but I'm just going to go into the numbers. Uh, you've recently gone public through a spec merger with a valuation of approximately uh, 1 billion US dollars to fund R&D and expand in Southeast Asia. What is your assessment of the current share price right now? And uh, what are your R&D plans and expansion plans in Southeast Asia? Then? Yes, you know, we focus, uh, we started from uh, uh, luxury brands. Uh, you know, like Estee Lauder, uh, Chanel, Dio, Shiseido, all the luxury brands. 
and then we we founded that uh, beauty is everywhere. It's uh, it's everywhere, and we saw a market uh, potential. Of course, the first year is uh, in the beauty capital cities that is that that are New York, Tokyo, um, Paris, and Shanghai. But so those four capital cities are the uh, expansion plan for us to uh, deep root it. And we founded this, uh, this emerging markets for beauty, like uh, Middle East and Southeast Asia, which we did not have any efforts so far. But we saw that the beauty brands or beauty retailers in that two areas are very active. That's uh, part of the reason because uh, the, the, the market is not, it's like a, 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 a funnel. We started from the top and then uh, we went to, uh, to the uh, the uh, mass market. We want to uh, try to uh, set the offices there, join the trade show, so be more active mm -hmm. in that two areas, Middle East and the Southeast Asia. For R&D, uh, we will invest <laughs> as much as we can in uh, AI and AR, because I personally believe AR commerce is the ultimate goal. As long as you can let user try more, we can buy more. So especially after COVID-19 for Gen Z, the remote online sales is getting very, uh, very used to used to it. Mm. And I just want to touch on two brief points they mentioned. One is expansion within Southeast Asia. Any particular markets you're looking at? And when you talk about going into mass market, what kind of brands are you thinking of working with going forward? So the first step is in uh, Indonesia. And the markets become uh, quite booming and they do have their local king, no matter it's a, a beauty brands group or uh, retailers. And India is another one if, if we include it in that area. Because uh, they have uh, maybe not that high-end brands, but the brands itself can feed the local demand. So these are the two regions we focus uh, right now. And also in the uh, Middle East, that's interesting uh, area too, because e-teller, beauty e-teller, retailer are very active in there. Retailer sometimes is not really global. For the mass market, most of the brands we never heard of, but they are the local king. Right. Alice, you talked about working with a number of brands, Estee Lauder, LVMH, and more recently you are partnering with Evan to bring personalized product recommendations and AR virtual try-ons to over 400 makeup products, I understand. So tell us a little bit more about the partnership and how important will partnerships be as a part of your business going forward? Well, partnership is the most important part for our B2B business. I always tell our partners, Perfect is a technology company. We are not beauty, beauty experts, but brand, every brand is a beauty expert. The brand can let us know what kind of uh, the, the color trends, mm. the uh, textures. And at the other hand, because we are SaaS platform, a lot of users using our platform and user. From end users feedback, we can also mm. feedback to the brands. Oh, this is the color trend from our mm. app. So I think this is a very mutual benefit. And especially brands, has a, they have a very good uh, development of the product, the texture, especially when we get into a skincare, because uh, we can detect your skin conditions through AI and camera. 
everybody mm. has its own uh, skin conditions. Sounds very exciting. And, and you, you mentioned about skin conditions, and I'm particularly interested in that as well. What are the opportunities you see in this scene in skincare, and what are some future plans for you in that aspect? Wow, that's uh, the great thing about AI. We already developed 14 different concerns, conditions like moisture, dryness, uh, wrinkles, pore, acne, all different kinds of uh, conditions and all different uh, skin scores provide to the brain. And brand, they know their regimen. They know, for example, your acne, how many different scales the acne is. And then they can uh, uh, provide different levels of uh, uh, treatment to a different level of skin conditions. So we started from online and uh, using the user can uh, uh, go online, take a photo, and then you can uh, uh, know your skin concerns and brand knows your skin concerns and provide the best product or routine for you. And now we are seeing a market demand from uh, like mass spa uh, clinic. Sometimes they originally, they are using hardware and then uh, they're thinking, uh, why can, why don't I use your sauce? So I don't need to buy a hardware. Hardware after three years will be uh, out of order most of the time and you need to maintain it. For us, as a SaaS skin uh, detection uh, uh, diagnostics and then just a uh, software, uh, you need the iPad maybe. And then you can do consultation to your users in, in the store, in clinic or in MESPA. And this part market, this part of the market demand, we saw it a uh, growing trend. We are developing not only uh, take a photo and do the analysis, even uh, look at the camera. You can already see live on your face. What's the condition on your face? So yes, very exciting about skincare, skin uh, diagnostic, this uh, new mm. market. Sounds like lots of opportunities uh, in this scene. So I just want to find out what opportunities do you see in the beauty tech industry and what is the outlook ahead? Beauty technology, uh, when we started, it's, uh, it was a... Uh, uh, is a very, I mean, uh, that's uh, the, the first time leverage technology for beauty to solve the beauty uh, purchases pain point. And we started from makeup and now skincare and now personal recommendation. Um, beauty still very adjacent area is fashion. So this, uh, this year and now last year, we uh, jump into a uh, fashion jewelry tech. This is it's very adjacent. Some of our par uh, brand partners, they not only have makeup, skincare, they also has the uh, fashion jewelry products because you, you know, a look is not only on your face. Sometimes it's your earring, your headband, and sometimes it's uh, even your watch, your ring, everything can combine become a, a, a look, unique look. And we are the only one in the market that we can uh, combine. We have a, a mega on face, we call face AR. Uh, we have a earring that's for ear AR. <laughs> we can have a hand AR. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of the look, ultimate goal, of course, mm -hmm. the, the, the apparel. Uh, still, mm -hmm. the development process, uh, for me, I believe any AR technology in any application, it needs to be a true to real, very true to real. If it's, it's not true to real, 
it will not help solve the pain point of end user and it will not help the brand to uh, have engaged with the user with real AR and make their sales uh, better. On one hand, we have opportunities, but on the other side of the coin, some headwinds, right? What do you think are the headwinds for the company being in the tech industry? And uh, how will geopolitical risks play in the midst of this? How do you intend to mitigate them? Yes, yes. You know the market lately. It's up and down, <laughs> up and down. So, well, it, luckily, well, beauty is still a very resilient industry. In quarter three report, we saw the beauty brands groups. Most of them are still with a positive YOI. Microeconomy headwinds are still causing a prolonged sales cycle for the majority of SaaS companies around the world. But luckily, it's still there, just pending and delaying. Decision making process is longer. So the demand is still strong. The trend of virtual try-on is irreversible for consumers. So we do see the uh, headwind is uh, the problem of those uh, B2B deals. Let's maybe round out the conversation on a positive note. So Alice, uh, what is the next immediate step for Perfect Corp that you think consumers and even brands should know of at this point? Based on those uh, brands, uh, those uh, tier one brands we are working with so far, the ROI after they using our beauty tech. So all the ROI are very positive. If uh, uh, the audience is interested, go to perfectcorp.com uh, success stories. You can see all the brands, it's just like 30 brands already uh, endorse us with a positive ROI. No matter it's uh, the, the car size, increase the car size, and longer staying time on their website. I think this is a win-win-win, win for the beauty lovers, win for the brands, and also win for Perfect. Well, thank you very much. That was okay. uh, Alice Chang, founder and CEO of Perfect Gold. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.